Welcome back to the show, guys. Today, I have my buddy, Xavier. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good, man. How are you? Good. Xavier and I, I've known you for how long now? <laughs> Let's see. I think almost a month. A month. God damn. We've only been partying. Yeah, we've been partying. I met you July 3rd. So it's almost two months, actually. Oh, shoot. Fuck, time flies, man. Dude, it really goes. What the heck? I know. What? Like, <laughs> like every time I check the calendar, I think to myself, oh my God, it's been another two weeks. Because I, you, have you been to my condo, right? The one in, uh, on Wilshire? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I gave that up on the 9th and it's almost- Damn, yeah. Yeah, because we had some crazy uh, parties there. I think you came by a couple times, right? Yeah, I came by, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll oh, talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Nothing happened. Nothing happened, guys. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so part of my time here in LA, I met you, I met Miles, I met the guys. And, you know, it's nice to, you know, touch base, get to know each other a little bit more. For sure. Because um, really, other than drinking and partying. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's this, like the scope of like. Scope of our, our hanging out, yeah. right? Like there's always alcohol involved. Like even me and David says like, this is the first time we've ever talked sober. <laughs> like that's crazy, <laughs> on, right? On the podcast, right? Wow. I mean, I mean, technically this is true too for us. This is also true. For, for most people, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, like I'm from Toronto. I, th I think you know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me, yeah. And I think you said you were from New York. New York, yeah. Which part? So I'm from uh, upstate New York. New York. Oh, really? Albany. Yeah. How is that? It's, um... The weather's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's the, that, that Northeast weather. So. Right. Um, one day it's super hot. Another day you got, you know, feet of, feet of snow. Uh, know, that's so. like Toronto. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, you know, definitely a lot of, you know, pretty inclement weather. Really? Rough, but uh, also like really beautiful in certain times in the year too. You know. I used to drive through New York to get to, um, to get to Manhattan. Because okay. we used to run a unit down there. Did I ever tell you what I used to do? No. I used to do run a business doing short-term rentals. Oh, okay. so we had a friend, he gave us a unit to do Airbnb with. So short-term rentals, just Airbnb. It's just a fancier way of saying that. Right. And, um, basically we didn't, cause it was like three of us. Like we don't want to fly. We're like, Hey, we need to get all the supplies and stuff. And we would drive 10 hours to Manhattan. Damn. And so I, I drive through Albany all the time. And That's crazy. Uh, yeah, dude, it, it was, it was the worst because it was winter time and we didn't have snow tires and I didn't know we didn't have snow tires. So we actually did a 360 once on the highway. No, we hit black ice. Wow. And I was like, that's scary. I was going like 130, 130 kilometers, which is like maybe like 80 miles, which is not that bad. I yeah. think highway, I, on a highway. Uh, yeah. But I didn't realize I had no tread because my buddy's like, he didn't maintain his car at all. I was like, if you told me we had no tread, I would have fucking crawled all the way home. I was like, we'll take two days. I yeah, don't care. We'll take our time. Dude, we, like we spun out and we almost hit the divider. We just, I just turned it all the way enough. Just like, it just stopped before. Oh, <laughs> dude, just the stress, man. Yeah. Have you been back to Albany? Uh, so it's actually been two and a half, almost two and a half, three years now. It's oh, wow. Yeah. Cause like when I was in the military, like it was hard to right. go home. Yeah. Um, and then COVID obviously happened. Yeah. So like that took out two years like that. Um, I've been fucking two years so already. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. So, okay. So you, so you moved out here, what, three years ago? So I moved out here actually, um, damn, uh, uh, end of 2017. Right. So yeah. Like, yeah. Four or four. So four oh. some years ago. Now. Okay. Four, four years ago. Yeah. Holy but shit. I didn't, I didn't live down here in LA yet though. Oh, you're in somewhere in Cali school. Yeah, I was up in Fresno. Fresno. How's Fresno? It's like all these cities in Cali, like they've such like they, they sound so close. 
like Diamond Bar, and then there's like Thousand Oaks. I've been to Thousand Oaks, but oh, okay, yeah, but yeah. it's fucking far. It's not close. It's, yeah, no, like Fresno's three hours from here. We always get like these like uh, recruiters like sending you like job apps, and they're like, "Oh, uh, we have a job in uh, the Diamond Bar. We have a job in uh, like Irvine." And I was like, "How far is that from LA?" <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Let me let, let me, me, let me, let me think about this." I'm like, <laughs> "But like they show you like the big map, so it's like, oh, it doesn't look that far, it's like that bad." And then, but because we were talking about this the other time, and uh, people here don't don't look at kilometers; they look at time. For, for like travel time, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. All about, yeah. it's all about how long the commute's going to take. Yeah, because it doesn't matter if it's like 100 kilometers or like five kilometers. And I, I didn't know that. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, 20 kilometers, that's like nothing. Because we, we don't use miles. So like, that's like maybe like 16 miles. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. I'm just like, that's not that bad. All right, whatever. That's not that bad. That's like to my parents' place. And then like you drive around here, it's like, nope, that, that, that's pretty bad. That's, <laughs> you got 10 plus miles and, you know, midday commuting. That's, that's, that's a half hour plus. That's, yeah. Well, know? I usually budge about 45 minutes here. Like, that's why I always think like, okay, 45 minutes anywhere I go outside of like, maybe like this area. Right? <laughs> yeah. And that's LA. So you, you are actually one of the first people I've ever interviewed that's been in the military. Okay. Yeah. So that's very interesting for me personally to like learn about it too. Right? Like it's fascinating. I think it's, I think it's pretty interesting, man. Yeah. Especially for someone who hasn't experienced it. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, for you guys, it's just like normal stuff, especially for Americans. I think it's very normal because it's ingrained in your culture. I think so. I mean, I think you had a lot, yeah, you know, the media, how the media, how the yeah. military, and then like how much is the influences in the schools. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think like compared to other countries, it's much more, I think much more praised. Yes. Um, a lot more focus on it. Like yeah, for sure. The first time I crossed the border from um, Niagara Falls, like, mm. you know where Niagara Falls is, yep. to Buffalo, like I can tell immediately I was in America because the first, cause in Canada, there are no ads for the military, like very, very few, like rare occasion you'll see anything for the Canadian air forces or anything like that. Immediately it was like, join the Marines. <laughs> the <first thing> <laughs> I was like, I, I feel, I feel different already. <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. It's intense. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was very intense. I was like, wow, this is uh interesting. Right. Mm -hmm. So you spent how many years? Five years. Yeah. Holy shit. So you went straight out of what high school? Yeah, pretty much. Damn. Yeah. I left home at 17. Like what was it? Was there anything, any reason why? Was it one of the ads? That got oh, yeah, like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. That no, I, I mean, uh, so I remember when I, when I finished school, right. I finished high school. Yeah, like, yeah. I was indecisive about the college thing. Cause it wasn't like a matter of going to college. It was right. like, I don't even know what I want to do yet. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And I was like, well, you know, I was in, interested in aviation, working on planes, you know, okay. like I, I always thought that was really cool. I thought, you know, I was like, I'm a kid. No, I thought jets were cool. Yeah, yeah, you for know? sure. So I was like, what can I do to get myself there? Right. You know, what, what what's the path that'll set me up where I don't have to go into like debt? Yeah, yeah, that, right. Yeah, yeah, hundred so, percent. That's smart. You know, I, I talked to my dad, and he's like, "Why don't you just go to the recruiting station, dude? Just see what's up." You know, um, I remember I walked in, looked at the Air Force office. I was like, I don't know. Walked past <laughs> them, you know, and I, and I walked into I walked into the, the Navy recruiting office, right? And, you know, started chatting with them, and I was pretty nervous. Yeah, for sure. I was sure. like, man, like I don't want to like get all you know in all these conversations with these guys. And yeah, like, not want to do it. You're right. You know, um, but yeah, dude, that's that's how that started, and um, you know, the story starts from there. Well, that's awesome. So, okay. So you, so out of all of them, you picked the Navy. Was there anything that resonated with you more because of the Navy? I think it was the, 
the thought of being able to like see an aircraft carrier, like oh, an aircraft carrier. Okay. I thought that was cool. And also I, I thought the travel, like going around, I, I, I felt I was able to travel the most with the Navy at the All time. Right. Yeah. Just makes because sense. of the deployments, like they, they have to like go around the, around the, world, the world. Right. So yeah. I was like, that seems pretty sad if I go and do that. <laughs> so like, let's go with that. Cause That's the airports, cool. you can end up just at a base and yeah, you know, you just be there. Yeah. For, like New Mexico or something. Right. Yeah. Or Oklahoma. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. Cause my sister actually, she works in Oklahoma. So oh really? Yeah. Are, are you like a military family then? Actually, no. Me oh, and my not. sister, the first ones in like, like a while. Okay. Okay. So, damn. So your parents have been, I guess, in America forever. Not you guys mm -hmm. aren't like immigrants, like because my parents were immigrants. They're from Hong Kong, right? Hong Kong. Okay. Yeah, Hong Kong. They moved to uh, Canada, and then uh, like I know some Asian people here are like fourth generation. That's like lifetimes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I have some friends in Canada. They're Japanese, but they're fourth generation, so they don't even speak a word of Japanese. Isn't that not that's just. Yeah. The, like, the, yep. They're Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if you hear them on the phone, you would think they're like some surfer dude. They're like, Hey, uh, Hey, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, dude, I thought you're Japanese. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> it's like, well, you know, <laughs> that's kind of how it is. Yeah. That's cool, man. So, all right. So you, you and your sister are in the military, uh, well, you're at your ex-military now. Yeah. And you were in the Navy. Did you travel anywhere? Like you said, you wanted to go a lot of places. I assume they took you to a few destinations. Yeah. So uh, I traveled quite a bit. Really? Um, I have about, let's see, almost 60,000 miles out in the sea total. Holy shit. In terms of, in terms of travel. Um, That's interesting. Which is like, I don't know. It's, it's around the world a couple of times. So. God damn. Um, but yeah, I, I've been to a lot of different countries. I, yeah. I've been to uh, Dubai. Oh yeah. Uh, twice. Bahrain. Um, Philippines. Singapore. Shit. Um, where else did I go? Sri Lanka. Um, so mostly like so, the, like the Middle East, Southeast Asian countries. Yeah. Pretty much like, yeah. Like that. Cause that was like pretty much our, our trip. That was oh. our deployment path. So we just like, we just hit countries on the way to where we're going to go. Right. Um, which is like our area of responsibility. So we'll cruise in there, brawl it out for five months, really? come back. Yeah. Really? So uh, it's that, no that's joke. That's crazy. Yeah. And you, you know, they, they'll call it out and we'll be cruising in and they'll be like, Hey, like next month, be ready. <laughs> you know, and you're like, for what? Because like, I, I mean, that was my first deployment at the time. Right. So, you know, you know, when I went to all these places, my first one. And I, yeah. I was going like, what do you mean? Be ready. You know? <laughs> it's like the movies. <laughs> oh, dude. A couple of times. A couple really? times. Yeah, for sure. And what was your role in, on the carriers? Um, so I actually was. So there's actually there's there's uh, guys that are actually attached to the carrier. Like they're that's their base. Yeah. Um, for us, we actually had an air wing. So my base was based out here in California. Okay. So um, there's a base up uh, north of here, like three hours. Right. Um, it's called um, NAS Lemoore, the Naval Air Station Lemoore. And uh, that's the master jet base of the West Coast. So okay. um, most of like the Navy's jets are like in that area. So it's a lot. It's like 400 plus. Okay. And you points. focused on the, like maintaining the jets Jets exclusively yeah. oh like that's the awesome jets were like our babies like that's what we worked on okay so we worked with like pilots doing like pilot training yeah um maintaining their, their aircraft you know yeah any maintenance they pretty much needed on it and everyone had their own roles it's not like have departments in, in any other job yeah like hey you guys work on this you guys work on this right so i worked on everything from radar navigation weapon systems oh, that's fun all that stuff <laughs> yeah so everything in the cockpit that had a switch or moved or yeah you know, they had a visual on is like, I had hands on that stuff. Oh, so, wow. Did you, did you get to fly the planes too? Oh, I wish. Oh, they didn't let you, eh? Uh, they get to be a pilot, you know? So right. like they have like backseat rides, you know? Yeah, yeah, It was 
very few in between. And it was really like if you had like had an exceptional achievement or something and then like oh. they were like, oh, let's like write you up for it. Let's see if we can get you on. And, wow. You know, so the waiting list usually was pretty long. But I, I had friends that went up. You yeah. Know, like right? They were not pilots. They just put them in the back seat because I worked on uh, two seater jets. So, right. you know, you only needed the person in the front to fly it. Right. The person in the back is sitting there hanging on for dear life. You know? <laughs> You're like, I maintain this thing. I don't want to fly it anymore. Oh, we know. Oh, man. <laughs> I got stories about that. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you, you sit there and you're like, I don't know if I fly that one today, you know. But like, it, the reality is, like, you're working on them. Like, you you would want to put your own family in there. Like, you want to yeah, you have the course. confidence in your work. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, the, the, the sign off that paperwork, being like, hey, this thing's you know, oh, safe scary. To fly. Yeah, we have jokes about it. There's always humor. <laughs> What's <but> the screw? <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, I know. You see a jet taxi out, and you see a screw. You're like, oh man, where's where, 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 is, where is this supposed to go? <laughs> Turn them around, turn them around. Damn. You know. So you were like 17, 18, 19, and you were already like in charge of all this stuff. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. By the time I, I went through, uh, it was like a whole thing, right? right. So I, I, I signed up, I went out to basic training. Um, yeah. And you hear stories all the time about how basic is. And yeah. it really is, it's a really strange experience, I think, in a way, because, you know, not being in that environment, you used to kind of like, kind of doing what you want to do. Right. Like, things are pretty carefree. And then you go yeah. to this environment where like, if you look the wrong way, you get yelled at. And, uh, it's, it's, it's really just a, it's a, it's, it's adjusting your mentality. Yeah. Um, and I remember like, I was just not prepared for that, man. I remember I came in and I was like, well, they're, they're going to yell at me if I don't stand this close to the back of this other guy's head. Like, are really? you serious? Like, you know, I was so like, this is, this is, this is crazy. They beat it into you, right? Eh? Oh yeah. I mean, daily. I mean, when I first showed up, I'll never forget it. You know, I flew out of Albany. Right? Yeah. Flew out of the airport, flew to straight to Chicago O'Hare. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh. I get out there like, hey, like it's at this terminal at the, like, at the end of the airport. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Like, I don't know why they would do that, but all right. You like go down the elevator, walking down, and we see this this guy in his, his dress uniform, oh. right? Or with RDCs. RDCs? The recruit division commanders. Right? Oh, shit. You know, one of the guys that's going to mess Ooh. us up, right? <laughs> and I, I walk over, I'm like, oh, dude, like, it's kind of intense, man. It's, that man looks mad, bro. <laughs> and then, and then like, there's like three other ones, right? Right. And they're like, all right, guys, sit down. I'm like, Where's your, where's your, where's your paperwork? Let me see your folders. Oh, little blah. They're looking through. They're like, all right, 10 minutes. You're going to get on that bus. When you get on that bus, you're not going to talk. You're not going to look at anybody. You're not going to say anything. Wow. All that. I'm like, oh gosh, damn. I, like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to sneeze, dude. You know, like, you Hold know. your breath. Hold your breath. <laughs> yeah. And I remember like, it was nighttime. So we couldn't even see where we're, we're driving to. Oh, wow. Too, you know, we can't remember where we're going. Right. And so like, it was a long drive too. It took, it took, a, it took a decent amount of time to get over there. I think it was like 30, 40 minute bus ride. And we're like, you know getting on the bus yeah. sitting there and I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. It's my first time like away from home, like truly oh. away from home, you know, like, and you were young too. I was, you know, I was, I was 17 and a half, yeah. dude, you know, I, like, you know, almost 18. And, uh, yeah. So like we're uh, on this bus on the way in, we pull up and it says like great lakes, you know? And I was like, Oh dude, this is it, dude. This like once it. I go in those doors, man, there's no going back. You know, you signed your life away for a few years. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, it was intense. We walk right inside and it started there. Minute one. Oh, shit. They're like, get up on the line. And they're like, all right, you know, get your phones out. You're going to call your family. You have one minute. Say what you're going to say <laughs> and hang up. <laughs> and it was pretty much them telling us like, hey, call them, let you know you're here and hang up. Oh, shit. And also, all right, you know, and I call my dad. I'm like, hey, you know. I made I'm it. I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> oh, boy, like, all right, hang up, hang up, hang up. And like, oh, I got to go. You know, and all my, my mom's like, what? You know, she's like, what's going on? I'm like, you know, I don't have time to explain, you know. <laughs> and they took all our stuff. Oh, they took your phones and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Like, you go into like this, uh, 
this changing room. You it's know, like jail. <laughs> it's kind of like when you first start, you know, and you, you, yeah, like you send all your belongings home. Yeah. You know, and well, you send uh, it home actually. All of you send it home. Maybe they, they give you a box. You right. Know? And you, you take all your stuff off right there. And you mail it back home. And you mail home. Wow. And I remember like you take all your stuff off. I mean, like you like have to get naked right there in the room with everybody else. And they give you clothes and you change right there and like literally like turn yourself. That, that, I guess this is kind of like, like, cause I, like my th- first thought would have been, oh, why don't they just tell you like leave all your stuff, send you a uniform. But I guess it's like kind of like to mentally take away, like show you giving away all your possessions, right? I think in a way, I think it's what it is. It's kind of like, this is real. Yeah. You know, I mean, and and, and especially like, yeah, not having your phone, you know, not having your possessions anyway. Yeah. Okay. Once you're there for those, like almost two months, like, wow, that's, that's your life, you know? So it's, everything is like what they tell you to do. Yeah. The timing, everything, right. What Um, to eat, what to eat, what to sleep. I mean, like maybe have some food options, I guess. But then (laughs) it's like, you go through the line, it's what they're serving. And then like, you have a limited time to eat. So yeah. you like eat your food. If you don't finish eating, you don't eat. Really? So if you're taking, if you're going too slow, Holy you're taking your shit. time. There's going to, they're going to be like, get up, you get, stand up, get up. out, you got to turn yourself in. You got to walk out <laughs> and they're like, you know, so like it, it gets you out of like, it's on my time mentality. I'm mean, right. think, you know, it's like, no, like stuff has to happen. You're punctual. Yeah. Very punctual. You know? Damn. And so that's how that was. That's how it was for two months. And, Holy uh, shit. You must have had a lot of messages when you turn your phone back on. Oh, dude. Like, <laughs> where are you, Xavier? Are you alive? You know? <laughs> yeah, I was in the military for a while. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> Just uh, a basic training. Yeah. So, so what do you do at basic training? Like a lot of like push-ups. Yeah, a lot of a lot, lot of physical training. Really? You know, okay. Just, you know, because like the way that of, like, of them like punishing you if you messed up was like to make you work out. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know. Or yell you, of course, but like they're like, oh, like you look the wrong way. All right, cool. 15, 20 push up. Let's go. Wow. Or it's like, oh, like, you know, you want to like, let's say you folded your sheet wrong. Right. Because you know, I have very, you know, there's ways to fold your sheets. Yeah. Specific yeah. angle, all that. Tightness. Oh, shit. Can't yeah. Be loose, all yeah. that. You know, like, hey, this is jacked up. All right, cool, man. Go sit in a plank position for three minutes. Wow. I'll come back to you. <laughs> I'll come back to you. And you're sitting there and you don't, you don't want to not do it because it'll just extend it until you yeah. fall on your face. Right. Right. So like, yeah, you know, there's freaking panting over there they're like you guys can't make noise you better like cut that out oh really you yeah because yeah, like you know you're, you're, you're like, you're struggling, like, oh, you're like oh, I, don't, I don't want to hear it you know wow and uh you don't want to be the guy that like couldn't do the exercises you know damn like you really wanted to like and i, and I remember I, I, we would like kind of talk at night a little bit like yeah and when they leave and be like, hey i'll let you all know like y'all slacking on these workouts it's gonna be worse later it's Shit. like y'all, y'all want you're gonna want to get fit like because <laughs> you're going to get fit and wonder whether you like it or One not. One way or right? another, you're, right? You're going to be struggling, you know? So. Damn. Yeah. I worked out a lot. A lot of like marching, you know? Yeah. Like walking in formation stuff like that. So. Yeah. I ended up being the guy that would call the cadence out. So I'd like. Oh. Do so a little you're like the leader in the songs sense. and like, you know, have them okay. like in step. That was a lot of pressure. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, oh, cause if you like, if you're off cadence and people are marching wrong, right? Then you get, then you get in trouble. Oh shit. And even if someone else messes up and you're doing it right, you can still get in trouble because you're supposed to be watching them. Right. You know, supposed to set them back up. Damn. So, you know, I feel like, I'm like, literally, oh, don't screw me over. Right <laughs> are, everyone's attention. like 17. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Yeah. I was young. But Damn. It makes you grow up really fast. Oh yeah, for sure. I think that was, if you have anything to take away from like being in basic and then just like, you know, Going through the military is to get to grow up really yeah. quick. You just have to mature. Yeah, for you sure. Know? You have to accept that responsibility. And and did you ever like befriend any of those like drill instructors later on? At the end. Really? At the very, very end. Like we were leaving. Oh yeah. Like, because at that point they're like, okay, we did our job. Like 
we have nothing else in this in this time to teach you. Like uh-huh. now it's just to go out. And it's only only, only reason because like you already, gra- you already graduated. Yeah. Right? So when we graduated, came back to like, hey man, how's it going? What's up? <laughs> yeah, because I mean you're done. I mean, like you're not you're pretty much not in a training environment anymore. Yeah, right. Like you've graduated, you've you've created you've completed the curriculum. Um, and it's definitely like it's an experience, bro. Because yeah, like eh? people are really scared to fail. Like I've never oh, seen sure. a place where they're so scared to fail because They'll set you back. They'll be like, hey, you're going to go a week back. You're going to go a week oh, back here. Oh, fuck. And oh, so they make you stay longer. They make you stay there longer. Damn. You would have to redo something. Like, let's say you fail something that was supposed to be, because they go do it by weeks. And there would be like, a, hey, like by the end of the week, you have to pass this test or yeah. this physical exam, whatever. Right. You fail, you have to go back. Oh, shit. And so people be this freaking out. You're studying their card or note cards and you know, working out at night. People, people would literally like, they would get together and they would do like 100, 150, 200 pushups before they go to sleep. Holy shit. You yeah. did like hundred in a row. Yeah, just push ups, sit ups. To I get think I can do PT that much. Exams. Yeah, I think max I can do is like fifty in a row. Hundred's a lot. Hundred is a lot. Yeah, Holy I think the shit. most at one time. Yeah, I think for me it was like probably on one fifty, one sixty. Jesus, in one setting. Wow, just, just going. You know, pure like I'm just here to do it. Like, God damn, I'll do it until I fall on my face. Wow. Um, but like they were so scared to fail that PT test, so like they were always doing that stuff at night before they go to sleep. Okay. And so I guess after that two month period, you would then, you then pick like the other schools you guys would join, right? Yeah. So we, you finished basic. Yeah. Um, and at that point, like you already know, you have like a designation for like your rating, which oh, really? either way. So for me, it was, it was AV. So it's like an avionics thing. So it was like, Hey, you're going to be an 18 or you're going to be uh what was it? AT or what's the other one? I can't remember right now. I'll think of it later. But it's two different. It's two different like specialties right okay and you go to a you go to that corresponding those classes at the school oh right so because we were in aviation we went straight to florida and went to pensacola florida oh cool which has a huge naval college campus pretty much yeah um so we went down there they set us up in our dorms still pretty strict over there like it's it's still these are are the guys are still fresh out of training basic training still so they're still like all right like (laughs) we still have our rules it's it's a little more lax of course okay yeah but um, it gets more lax as you're there. So your first few months, it's still actually like pretty strict. Like, yeah. You can't go out in civilian clothes. Like I see civilian like tour and stuff like this. Yeah. So you can't like go out in that stuff. Really? Like, first like about a month you're there ish. Okay. Um, you have to earn it essentially. So really, where there's through good behavior. God damn. Just like make like all your stuff is good and like a lot of times like if you just do your stuff right over time you'll just you'll, you'll get that next level. Like okay, uh, okay. now you know, you only have to wear it at this time and you can go out like whatever. And then, oh, hey, now you can actually go off base. There's a point where you can't even go off base yet. So you have to earn that too. So it was, I guess it's like a reward system, you know, to- Essentially. And you can Damn. take it back anytime. Like wow. if you mess up, they can, they can pull your liberty. I think it's like a, like a level of liberty. I think I was like level three by the time I left, which is like go off base, don't have to wear like, <laughs> uniform, all that. Drink at the bar. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I mean, I was too young. I was too young to drink at the time. True, yeah, that's I, true. I, even when I finished that school down there, I wasn't even 21 yet, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so, and how long did you spend doing training before you actually was deployed, before you were actually deployed? So, um, I went to school in Pensacola, right? Yeah. I was there for like four, almost five months. Okay. Um, Finished my curriculum there. Yeah. From that point, they're like, what coast do you want to go to? Okay. And then, I'll, I'll, you know. I was, I, I missed top of the class by like 2%. Oh shit. 2%. If I like, if I got top of the class, I could have like actually picked the duty station. I'm pretty sure. Oh. But um, yeah, I finished the class with like a 99.97, something like that. Holy shit. Yeah. So like, I was like, I literally got beat You're out. You're like, 
And it was because of, and the crazy part is I got beat out because of an error in a, in a test lab that we did. Oh, that sucks. That's literally why I didn't like, I almost finished with the perfect score. Wow. So, Holy shit. Yeah. So I finished there. Um, I said West Coast. Yeah. Thinking I was going to go to like San Diego or something. <laughs> so wrong, right? Like I was like, oh yeah, dude, like it's more San Diego or something. Like that's tight. Like Beach, yeah. nice down there. And they're like, nah, a little more middle of the desert. <laughs> I was like, damn. Cause I was like, where's Lamore? Where, uh, that sounds okay. Where's that at? I look at the map. I'm like, oh, this is middle of the desert, dude. Is there even water there? <laughs> no. Uh, how, do you guys, how are you guys doing over there then? Oh, uh, I mean, they're piping it in from somewhere else in California, dude. It <laughs> oh, is it, like a, is it a training base or is it like a, a holding base or something? No, it's a full-on operational oh, like squadron base. Okay. Like fighter jets and- Really? There's a housing there and there's a whole section, a whole neighborhood on base. Wow. And, and so. just one big desert and you're, you're there. Yeah. How long did you stay there for? Um- my entire time I was in pretty much like I, I'll go on deployment, right? right. I'll leave yeah, the yeah. country, but like yeah. that's where my home base was. So, um, but I ended up moving off base, like out in a town nearby and got my own apartment. All oh, that. nice. But, okay. So, so you had more flexibility. That was on. nice. That's like, that took like two years, but wow. Cause I, it, you know, the first, you know, cause as you rank up, you have more, I guess like, uh, access to things. Right. So yeah. When you first, you know, get your first duty station, you have to just live in the barracks. Yeah. And, yeah. Which is like on base. Yeah. You know, housing. And it's like pretty open there. Like at that point you're in the, you're in the, what they call it, you're in the fleet. So okay. there's no more of those weird restrictions. I like got to wear this, got to do that. Yeah. It's just like you go to work, go home. Just okay. Like, it's just like, like a day job. Else. It's just like, like a day, it's job. Like day job. Literally nice. go to work, work on jets, come home. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, I, I mean, most people that like, cause I, like, I have no knowledge about the military. Like you wouldn't even think about that, right? You just think everyone's like stuck on the base forever. Oh yeah, no, it's not that way, no. You would think so. You'd be like, oh, it like, feels like here. it, and right? It, in the beginning, it's, it definitely does. And like, um, but like, you, it, like, it comes down to rank. You have to rank mm -hmm. up to um, be able to move up base. So that's interesting. had to rank up a couple times first. Right. And then I became eligible to put in to actually go get a lease and like leave. Wow. You know, so it was only like my last year and a half, almost two years in that I actually like lived in my own apartment okay. like the whole time. But, but, but you deployed too as well. So you weren't really at home the whole time. No. So, so like, where did you, so how long were you away for usually? Uh, so my first deployment was seven and a half months, almost eight Holy months. Holy shit. So like, they were like, Hey, cause we do like workups before we leave. We like go out to the boat for a month, come back. Oh, you actually go on a boat for a month and, come back and then come back and it's like, shit. it's like prepare. It's like preparation. Yeah. Cause I imagine it's taxing. Oh yeah. And, and then but you have to get one, they have to get used to the squadron, like working with the crew. Yeah. Cause there's a crew that they work on that boat exclusively. And then our squadrons will run land. So we're doing our thing. So yeah. like, it's like, all right, how are we going to make sure everything's working smoothly when it comes to like working with the jets? And then it's actually giving them training because they've, some of them have never seen jet in their life until jets oh, show up for deployment. And they're like, I don't know what to do around this thing. You know? Yeah, the knowledge transfer, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like our procedures and then their procedures to us, right? Like yeah. how we do stuff. And they're like, of course we butt heads because we think they're stupid. We think <laughs> we're stupid. You know, and, and, and to be honest, like that, that's how it usually is. Yeah. We're like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. You know? <laughs> and always, you know, and then, you know, it's always the argument where we're like, oh, well. We yeah, work. there are planes. Of there course are planes. Yeah, on. I'm sure like they're like your babies. So yeah, speak. dude. I mean, like I'm, I spent like I probably have like almost three thousand hours on on jets. Wow. Yeah. Plus, like that's awesome. In, in legit hours, you know. So for me, I was like, no, like I I lived and breathed in those things for years. So that's cool. But yeah, it's cool. You know. So yeah, seven months on average. Okay. Um, my last no, I wasn't on the deployment. It's when I ended up missing because I got out. My buddies were still going. Oh. They were out there for ten months, almost a year. Holy shit. Because of COVID, they couldn't come home. Oh, COVID on. came out, and then they're like, "Nah, 
your friends were deployed for te- over 10 months on a, on a, on a carrier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How was, how was living on a carrier with the same people, same faces day in, day out? It's an experience, man. I, I'll tell you, like when you first get there, like yeah. you, like when you first get on the ship, like you get a deployment, you know, everyone's all like, dude, this is going to be, oh man. It's like, you just know it's going to be such a grind. Yeah. It's, like, eh? it's just the environment that it is, right? There's no internet out there. Oh, really? No, you can't use, you can, you have your phone, but you can't text anybody because you don't have yeah. service. You're in the middle of the ocean. You can't read the news. You, you have no news. idea. So like you talk about no, phone notifications going up <laughs> after a deployment <laughs> or just coming into a port. Like, Arr, your phone just, just shuts off. You're like, you feel like you live in a bubble. It's yeah. a very profound concept because you go out on, on this boat, right? You're around the same people yeah. all the time. Um, you, your, your brief interactions with the outside world in terms of like on your own, on your, on your own pace, right? Like going through your phone or yeah. is like maybe once a month, maybe. Really? Yeah. Because other than that, like, Unless you get news passed down from like your you know, commanders you or whatever captain of the ship yeah. or you somehow can pull up articles somehow. Uh-huh. You don't, you don't know what's going on. That's you crazy. This stuff. Yeah. You know, like you're sitting there like this is so-and-so's died. Like when was this? Yeah, like, it's like, this wow. happened? You're like, what? You know? Um, and so like, it's like you're in this, in this, this bubble. Right. And it's shocking for some people. It, it's, it's, it's an unbelievable adjustment by the time they come home. Yeah. They miss so much. Like almost like they miss a lifetime. It's like, yeah, it's pretty much like jail. Like you, you're isolated and you just come back into a different society. It really is. I remember like coming back from the, my 2018 deployment, 2017, mm-hmm. 2018 deployment. Yeah. Like, what happened? <laughs> you know, do you just get to vote? <laughs> vote? Yeah, I think you can actually, but I don't know if I did or not. I don't know if I did that year. <laughs> you're like, shit. I don't know. <laughs> I took a yeah. pass on that. Like, <laughs> that. That's really, uh, that's crazy. It is crazy. So, okay. So you spent, you were deployed on these boats. And then you go like from city to city and do you get to explore the cities though? You go yeah. to go to. Okay. Yeah. And they usually set up, like they have this um, organization within the Navy called like MWR, which is like a, uh, they set up tours for like, yeah. discounted prices and oh, you, can, nice. you can order them ahead of time right. like, on the boat so they can reserve it. So once they come into port, they can be like, here's the people who are like, go take it around the tour already. Like oh. good to go. So, and I, I try to do that with like every port. I try to do at least one tour through them. So yeah, like, go for check sure. out stuff. And yeah, for um, sure. And then I'll say, I just want to go out and party. So I, was like, <laughs> I don't need no tours. I'm going to the club. <laughs> I know where I'm going already. I already know where I am. I'm like, <laughs> I've been here before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, you don't got to tell me where things are at, you know? Hey, Baba, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're, you're, going all, you're also going on deploying with people who've been to these countries like seven or eight times. So oh, like, okay. They roll up to like, oh. I know where we're going. Oh, yeah. like, oh, I know the spot. You're like, oh, dude, lead the way, bro. Lead the way. It's like having good, like close friends that like will take you around. It's important to do that. You know, yeah. I think like you never want to have an important to have no one to hang out with. Yeah. No, like, you can be really miserable. Yeah. Like, you know, you can, you end up just sitting just off the ship, just chilling. Or yeah. Whatever. Having a beer and that's it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you want, you want, you definitely like if there was any place you wanted to make some friends to like, I mean, they just to keep you going. Yeah. You, know? you need the energy to feed off their energy. Everyone's to have a good time. Like they're having a better time. They may be that you, and then you can help them out when they're not having as good of a time. Yeah. 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 You know, everyone kind of like that team, team, teamwork, dude. Yeah. And, teamwork. And that's the thing with like the military in general is like, you know, people being, being friends for life because yeah, that you're, you, you forge these friendships that are almost like essential. Yeah. Like to just not only keeping your like self, like self safe, but like to just keep your sanity. Like for just sure. to really have someone to like kind of ground you out. Yeah. You know? And like, especially on deployment, like you you needed that. You know, I think a lot Damn. of people did more than they like, I think they realized like it's, it's tough. Yeah. I think I was, if I was to say what was the toughest months of my life was that for sure. Just because you're just like, 
you're in this extreme environment. It's so dangerous right. on a daily basis, you know, um, and I got some stories about how I, how I got hurt out there, but oh fuck, um, yeah, it, it really is an experience. And like to have those people to back you up, know they got you. Okay. It, huge. So are you allowed to talk about that? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, did, okay. So, so, so uh, you, you said you guys got into gunfights. Like, did you have to like a man a gun or anything like that? Thankfully not. Okay. Um, but also like they have guys that that's their whole, that's their whole job. Yeah, that's that's your so, role, right? Like they they scramble up there, they they mount them up, and um, yeah, we've had we had encounters out there, man. Like really, really unexpected. And you just sit there and you're like, why do I hear guns going off right now? <laughs> and, it, it, and and it's just that was the environment that it was. Um, and it's not like the movies. It's like not like you can see in the dark. It's pitch black. I imagine. Oh yeah, they have some fights at night. We had some fights in the day too. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then you could see them. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, and like they actually would shoot at you. So it's like other countries are actually firing at you. So it was more of like. We only had one time they actually did. Wow. But a lot of the times it was us shooting at them to like get them to run away. Okay. So it's more like warning shots. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And uh, I remember one time they were chilling out there. Like, oh, you see that boat out there, dude? Like, <laughs> and you're like looking and you see them coming up and then they were just like, you know, just testing the waters. They're like, how, how close, how close can we get to one of these? Really? Ships? I mean, I don't know what the thought process was, but like, that's what it seemed like to us. At the yeah. Time. And then, you know, they're like, you see the pilots run out. They jump in the helicopter. They're like, "Let's go!" They, they fly up there. Guns are the guns are already they've been loaded on this helicopter. Wow. So they just fly up and they just turn around and they they go right towards the boat. Oh wow! And they shine a little spotlight on them. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, "Turn around!" You know, turn around. And they're like, just going in the little circles. They're like, "All right, bet." <laughs> and they just start shooting bullets into the water, like wow. right next to the ship. They're like, we'll sink you. I mean, I don't know what you thought was yeah. going to happen here. <laughs> and, uh, carrier. And they, they, they just, they turn off and they're, they're running, you know, they that's off. good. But, uh, yeah, we had different encounters, you know, planes flying over, you know, tail on the carrier, stuff like that. Trying to figure out where we are, where we're at, you know, every, cause a lot of times countries just want to know where the carriers are, you know, cause the carriers are always rotating. They're always on yeah. little things and they, they want to know where the U S is at. That's always interesting. I was always trying to figure out what's going on. Like so. you, you never hear about these things like in the news, right. Or like you never see about it. Like it's, it's so crazy that it's, it's just so real. Like it's like diplomacy and, and politics, you know, like you never hear like, oh yeah, we're going to start shooting at each other. Right. Like, no, nah. until like, like, I guess like shit like this hits the fan. Then you're like, wow, you know, that's actually another country. It's not like a video game anymore where it's like, no, it's, you know, it's right there. Yeah. It's you know, literally, it's real. I think like, um, you have to, a lot of times you have to experience it to understand the, 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 yeah. the, the real depth of it because you're sitting in like, you know, you hear people talk about like, oh, we should do this and that. I'm like, no, you haven't, you haven't seen anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's you the way I, I think when people say that, I'm like, I don't think you understand the depth of know. it. And I think it's like, you always have to be mindful what you speak on. Like if yeah. you haven't, uh, you know, haven't experienced, haven't been there. It's yeah. Like, just be mindful. At yeah. Least, you know, yeah. like I respect people's opinions on it. And, yeah. You know, they got their take. I'm just people more educated on the subject than I am. Sure. Yeah. But it's like, you also got to live it too, in a way. Yeah. So speak on it in its entirety. Yeah. Like there, there's a difference between, you know, having lived through it then and really like, like no one be knowledgeable about it. Like it's like, you know, like firing a gun, you know, like everyone thinks like they, they can, or, or fighting a fight. Everyone thinks they can fight a fight by, cause they've, you know, learned a few moves or whatever. Oh yeah. So you get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so you get knocked out. Dude. Yeah. Then, then you're like, okay. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Cause I used to, um, I used to, to do a lot of, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Okay, cool. And so like I got I got humbled fast. Yeah. Like, when I, when I rolled, you know, because I rolled against I roll I used to roll against um EOD. So pretty much the same guys that work with SEALs. So okay. Like, oh are, fuck. And um, you know, any special forces guys are just oh, they're, they're fucking monsters. They yeah. And I remember just being like, I have my gi on, and then he comes up, he's like, You ready? And I'm like, I'm gonna get my 
Aspie, dude. Like <laughs> in my head, I was like, you already, you already knew what was coming. I was like, oh, dude. And like, I mean, we, we rolled, we, we were, we went at it for like 10 minutes. Holy shit. Yeah. I was exhausted, dude. You know, um, it felt like an eternity. It was probably shorter than that. It was probably like three minutes, but it felt like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know? When you're gassed, you feel it. Oh, dude. I'm just trying to survive, bro. Yeah. You know, choke my ass out, dude. I, um, I did Krav Maga for a couple of years. Right. Oh, I saw so, yeah. 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 So, uh, we, there was a bit of rolling in there. Cause like they kind of teach you a bit of everything. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're like an expert in all, like you're not an expert striker. You're not like as good as Muay Thai, but you can throw a punch. You know, you, you know, you, you're not as good as someone who does jujitsu, but you can get out of an arm bar and other moves. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I know that feeling like I was, I accidentally walked into, I thought I was doing intro to sparring. So it, it, <laughs> oh, here we go. I thought it was an intro. I thought it was, I thought an, it was intro. an intro. I walked into advanced sparring <laughs> and the guy who I was training with, is this guy from Montreal. So that's like Quebec, like the French province in yeah, Canada. Yeah. And he actually knew my business partner because my business partner's from Quebec. And it's just so funny because my business partner fought for 10 years. And this guy used to train with him. And this guy was literally taking me to school. <laughs> I'm just like, let me take you to school and back, big dog. I'm sure. Yeah, like, I, I, like, I was like, I, I just want to give up at one point. And like, he actually like uh, got me right here in the eye. I was about to start a new job the next day. I had a bit of a black guy right here. Oh, no. <laughs> but he was so fast and so proficient in his striking and his like his kicks. That's what we learned a lot of, right? Disarms, you know, mm-hmm. we do learn about, about weapons. But like nothing, like there's like the military version of, of like Krav Maga, yeah, which yeah. is a lot more lethal and et cetera. Yeah, going for kilt and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then there's <laughs> yeah. like, which is like, this is like more like the civilian stuff, which is just learn how to defend yourself, you know, so, in yeah, fight. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, wow. It's like, you get humbled really quick, like you said, right? You like, really do. I think like everyone should like try a combat sport at some point in their life. Yeah, I think so. I think it's like, it's an experience where... You, yeah, if you're like, if you're, you're maybe like a little too confident, of it, like, you know, yeah, I was like, yeah, I can do it. Yeah, I can do I can it. Go in there and start throwing them. Like, yeah, you don't even know how to throw a punch in the first place. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't even know. Yeah. People break their hands like in two seconds. Yeah. And then, you know, the wrist out. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, like there's always a proper, there's always proper ways to do stuff and people think they know. Yeah. You yeah. Know, you'll see. You get in there, you'll see. And <laughs> someone will show you how it's done. And then. <laughs> Damn. You know, so, so you hung out with all those special forces guys, you know? Yeah. How was that? It was cool, man. I yeah. mean, on the boat, they were kind of just chilling because like it was only in between like, when we go into port, they start you know doing some work and okay. get into it. But cool guys, yeah. workout fiends, dude. I mean, yeah. like, because they didn't have too much to do on the boats. They just worked out all day. Like they worked out, slept, ate. That was it, right? That, that was, was, that was it, their day to you day. Know, <laughs> did did jujitsu, boxed, whatever. You just know, keep themselves like sharp. Keep themselves, yeah, in, you know, in shape, on Damn. top of things. And I, I, if I could find the photo, I, I don't have it on me right now. Yeah. They, uh, they brought out like their M16s. Oh, and, fuck. Um, a 50 cal it was the first time I ever had a 50, oh, I held a 50 caliber rifle. Big, oh, like big, the, sni- big the big, bear, like big sniper. Big sniper. Oh, yeah. shit. I, the, I find the photo. I have it. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah, show photo. me later, man. <laughs> so, like, I, I was sitting there and they're like, hey, bro, you want to you hold the sniper? <laughs> oh, shit. Like, yeah. You're like, oh, God. Pops out the gun case, hooks it up. Oh, man. And it was, it was heavy. Yeah. He was like, here you go. I was like, okay. I was like, damn. He's like, here's it- a mag, bro. Slap the rounds are like huge, right? The size of like the mic, isn't it? The bullet's like this big. God, yeah, they're damn. big. They're big motherfuckers. Like freaking BMG, dude. And <laughs> B, B, what? It's like a BMG. It's like, it's like what the round is. Oh. Big freaking round. Because yeah. uh, those, those, those bullets are like, 50s are like, like anti tank rounds. They go through a tank. They'll go through a tank, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. And how heavy was the gun? Like 20 pounds, 30 pounds? Something like that. Yeah. They're pretty Holy dense. Because they, they had the extended stock on there and all that stuff. And that's yeah. how I have the photos. It's, oh, it's, it's like, I'm just holding it. I'm like, I don't know how to hold this thing right, you know? <laughs> 
Did you go through gun training too? I then? did. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? Was that fun? It was cool, dude. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. You know, I, I shot an M16. Um, shot an M4. Right. Um, a Glock. Nice. And, uh, nice. I shot a shotgun too. I, I took a 12 gauge. Damn. Yeah. When I went through gun training, and it was cool. Burned my hand too. Oh, really? And it was the instructor's fault. Yeah. Oh, uh, instructor's fault. Yeah, because he pulled my hand away. He pulled it back on me because he was like, it was like an assisted shot. So oh. Like, for the kickback, just to, you know, because my first time shooting a shotgun. Right. And this guy, because he pulls it back and the barrel was still hot. I just shot it. Oh. Oh, so he just kind of slides it back on your kinda, hand. He kind of pulled it, went to pull it back and I didn't pull my hand away in time. Oh, fuck. Just grazed my hand. It was a hot ass shotgun barrel. Dude. It's hot. It's real hot. Did you get blisters and shit? No, it just like. It just hurt. It just, just hurt. Just oh, okay. Hurt. Oh, that's okay. Thankfully, that's okay. Okay. So. Yeah. But it felt worse at the time. I was oh, like, fuck. Oh, oh, no. He's like, he's like, he's like, chill, chill, chill. Let me get the, let me get the gun first, dude, you know? Gun live gun flying around. He's like, don't move, you know? Like, you know? God damn. So that was cool, though. Uh, yeah. Going through the gun training. Because I never shot a gun in my life until I went through training. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to do what? Like, yeah, shoot the target, dude. Here you go. <laughs> you know, like. That's how, how I felt on gun range. That's how I felt on gun range. I was like, what? What am I doing? I'm like, how do you aim this far? <laughs> yeah, like, how are y'all locking it in? I know. But, uh, I uh, I met cool. this one girl recently, and uh, like through our friends and stuff. Like, she has an arsenal. Yeah, she has a scar, an AK. She has like a multitude of Glocks, extended mag. I think she had like a nine millimeter rifle. I, I don't even know the full terms. This is Texas. I was like, like, wow. I'm like, her family has all this. Like, so I met her and her brother, and I'm like. Oh. You guys have like a fucking arsenal. They're, they're a Chinese family. Wait a minute. Is that the ones you met at Mama's? Yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> they're, they're I know you're talking about. They're, they're showing me like their dad and he was shooting a flamethrower. And then her brother was shooting an M20, M249 like on a helicopter. I was like, this what you guys do in Texas? <laughs> That's sick, dude. I'm like, I was like, I was like, wow, you know. I was like, own all these guns. I'm like, hey, she can't live here. No way. No way. Yeah. Guns. No way. Oh, dude. You know, in Canada, if you have a gun, it's like 10, 10 years minimum. If you have a gun that's not registered, it's 10 years. Like right away they see he's like, yep, straight to jail. <laughs> we we are super strict. I've heard. But uh yeah. you can't I, I I legally can buy an M4, I can buy a shotgun, I can buy a Glock. Uh, but the rule is you first of all, you go through like a million background checks. So like there's personality tests, and then they're gonna, you know, do reference checks, talk to your friends, but you have to buy a safe and you have to bolt it into the ground. And then mm. you put the guns in there. So that, that's how it works in Canada. But you can't open carry though. Like you can't, you, right. can't, you can't just walk out strapped. No, you can't, you definitely <laughs> cannot. Uh, it has to be like in a, in a case locked up. I think like really, like really, really secure to go just to the gun range. And that's the only place you can bring it to is a gun range. Mm. Like, I think we do have hunting rifles and there's certain lax rules about it. Yeah. I think the only people that can do concealed carry, there's 10 people in Canada that, that's allowed to do concealed carry. I looked it up and I think it's because they're like spies or something that have like, you know, are, have their, are threatened. Their lives are threatened. Yeah. 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 So, that's, I mean, that, that's people. crazy, right? That is crazy. It must be like mind blowing for you guys to like, even like consider that like guns are so illegal <laughs> yeah i mean like i think because like in certain states for example like texas yeah a texas. lot of the midwestern states in general yeah like they just like you do what you got to do yeah uh, but also like i think also crime here is pretty wild and a lot of people like they get guns because they still want to have someone roll up on their house yeah they can't do anything you know yeah and, um i know for me like i mean I'm, i got a lot of my license stuff when i was in okay and then i was just like all right like once i can deal with all this california stuff i'll like get my setup because i mean like it's just it's not to use like you know, all 
all over the place, but yeah. it's like, hey, the range, and then like some stuff goes down at my house. I got yeah, you know, yeah. good. I'm covered. <laughs> like I feel better about it, you know. Have you seen those bed frames where like that video with a guy with a bed frame, he pops back, the shotgun falls down? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. That sounds funny though. Those are like the custom bed frames. I was like, that's so Texas. <laughs> that 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 is that is that's pretty Texas, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. So you're you're planning to like uh like buy one here too. Yeah. Well, what would you get? Well, for hang on, hang on for sure. Something right. I can just grab quickly, yeah. load quickly, yeah. all that. Um, yeah, let me be like, yeah, some kind of rifle. I, I, I don't know what this is. I don't know yet. Uh, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Still trying to figure that out. That's cool, uh, man. But yeah, yeah something, something that's like modular I can put together, take apart, add yeah. attachments, all that. That's cool. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, I like building stuff. So like, yeah, that'd be fun for me. Me and my buddy, like we were thinking about getting our gun license in Canada, but I was just like, at what point am I going to drive to the range? It's like maybe like two ranges I know of. Mm. And they're like an hour apart, each of them. One's oh. like in a steel town called Hamilton. Mm -hmm. That was an outdoor range. So I've shot there in like the dead of winter. And then one's an indoor range in Stouffville, which is close to my parents' place, which is like 15 minutes away. 15 minutes, okay. But those are the only two gun ranges in Ontario. I'm just like, that I know of at least. You're aware of, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be going to the gun range like every weekend. Often. That's something I'm going to be frequenting these. Yeah. Uh, these, these places, but here I would consider it like just for fun, you know, like, yeah, learn to shoot, learn to be like a good marksman stuff like that. It's cool, man. Like I've, I've watched a lot of those marksman videos and like I've, I've, I've met people that are just like such good shots, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's fun. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So I, I have a question. So you were deployed for a while and then now you're back in civilian life. Was that a huge transition for you? Yeah, it was. It was like it was almost like stepping out of like a, a, a soundproof room. Yeah. Eh? Like I remember just. Cause you like the first couple months after getting out, like you just still think you have to do certain things. And right. Just, it doesn't apply to you anymore. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the big ones was like uniform stuff, for example. Yeah. Like, oh, I can just like go to work and whatever. And <laughs> like not have to, have to like, you know, put the same uniforms on yeah. and boots on and, you know, make sure my, my, my face is shaved and I'm all cleaned up all, all the time. And, um, and I think it's good for like people that like came in and had bad hygiene. Like if I come out of there, like, <laughs> like yes, like probably have better hygiene. There's still guys that have bad hygiene, but I mean, like, I think so much people like definitely lose their bad habits yeah. uh, while they're in. But um, yeah, big adjustment was like, yeah, wearing stuff to work. And then it was just like not having that as much structure. I think like it's a loss of structure that I think a lot of people like have a hard time getting adjusting out. to. Yeah. And adjusting to, because they're like, they're not used to like how a lot of these workplaces like, do whatever you want. Very fluid. Like yeah. it's just kind of like, oh, you can go talk to your manager or right. your supervisor. And like some, a lot of times it doesn't even matter what order it's in. Yeah. Like they're like, whatever. Flat hierarchies. Stuff yeah. Like it's that. not. Yeah. You know, Cause with, with in the military, it's very, very Hierarchal. linear. It's, yeah. it's, you have your chain of command. You know? Yeah. So you're so used to that structure and then like not bypassing it, you know, yeah. cause you, have, you just have risk of getting in trouble or things is not going as planned. And so, yeah, I think that was a big transition. Right. Um, and then it was just like the concept of like the pay. I was like, oh. dude, my next job, like it's probably gonna be like an hourly setup. You know, right. it could okay. be salary, but yeah. like now there's like it's interchangeable. Right. The military with salary, you got you get paid X amount, X amount, two yeah. weeks. So I'm like, oh man, I got used to that too. Okay, so it's adjustment. And and then also is the what job am I gonna get when I get out? You know, I think it's a big concern for a lot of people that leave. They're like, yeah, what am I gonna do? Because you're assigned work. Like your assigned tasks yeah, in the so military. You so you never your, think about it. You have your job and like, <clears> even if you were to go help out somewhere else or do something else, you're still going to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. So then you get out and you're like, 
now you're job searching. You have and to think it, about it now. Yeah. yeah. And like, you have to be really conscious of like your resume and where you want to live and yeah. all that. And you know, a lot of stuff is your no longer cost. for you. Yeah. Your yeah. costs. Uh, yeah. Rent. Cause like, you know, when you're in the Navy or the military in general, like, yeah. um, you get like BH. So you're like, if you're, if you're, if you qualify, they, they pay a certain amount towards your rent. So BH is, stands for what? It's like base housing. Oh, okay. 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 So like, um, you can get a certain like step in for your housing. Right. You know, and then, and then it's covered pretty much. So right. like, you're like, okay, like I only need to like think about switch it from my normal pay towards that. And then my rent's good to go. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, or I have roommates and I save 800, 900. And I just, that's awesome. That money in the bank. Right. Yeah. When you get out, it's like, Nope, it's what you make. <laughs> that's your rent. You know, this is that. So a lot more like you have to like, still trying to maintain some kind of personal structure when you get out. Damn. So you don't like completely screw yourself over when you leave. Yeah. And also I guess it's like, cause you guys are kind of in a bubble in that mm-hmm. sense. Like yeah. your friends are always there, you know, yeah, like, you're on your coworkers all the time. Yeah. You know, and- you're always hanging out with the same people. But I guess once you come out, it's like everyone starts going their own path. And over time, you're everyone's kind of on their own. It's right? fast, man. Yeah. Like you move to a city where like just no one else is going to. Like for LA, for example, no, no, no one else I was working with came to LA. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, so I remember I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to LA and we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> it, this is like this is a new life right here. Damn. Right? You know? and, um, I had some friends already lived here, but they were like not in the military, they're outside. The military, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Hung out here and for there. sure. Yeah. And so, uh, so was it like a huge loss of purpose for a lot of people that were like leaving the military? Like, I think so. Yeah. I think, yeah, they're very, a lot of people are very driven in there and then, right. you know, don't know what they want to do and they're, they're proud of what they do. So yeah, like they sure. want to carry that on to the next thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, but do, do a lot of like your, your friends, I guess, were they like going to be career, like military people? Like they're going to stay there forever? Um, a lot of my close friends, no, I don't think they generally saw that in their future. Um, Mainly because we'd have discussions about it all the time. <laughs> like I said, I think for some people it, it works well for them. Yeah, um, that the structure, I, the, f- the structure. Some everything. people need it. Some people I don't think they could, they could function not being in yeah. an environment where they're told what to do all the time. Yeah. Um, but for me, I was like, you know, I'm gonna get this experience. Um, yeah. Make that, make those friends, make network, make those connections, yeah. and then I'm out. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, I was proud of what I did. Oh yeah, you know? for and sure. I, it's awesome. Know, I put in those hours. I I put in the time, and I was dedicated to what I did. Uh-huh. I believed in what I did. Yeah. But at, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, I'm still pretty young. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're fucking young. Yeah. <laughs> bro, you're like yeah. early twenties, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. But, but that's the, that's the point. Yeah. It was exactly that. It was like, oh, if I do another enlistment or, you yeah, know, that's another four or five years. Yeah. Oh. So I'm almost in my thirties getting out instead. Okay. So, so each time you sign on is minimum four or five years. It depends. Okay. If you're doing an extension, it's one to two years. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you do a full on full new contract, yeah, it's like three, four years. Damn. It depends. It depends what you put in for your, right. your, your orders, all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was like, damn, like what if I do a whole new enlistment and then all of a sudden I'm getting out at 28, 29 years old. Yeah. My 20s are almost over. And now I'm starting the civilian this whole, life, yeah, getting whole out climb. there or starting college or whatever. Right. And then I was like, I don't want to like, I feel like I'd be putting myself behind. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a different transition, right? Versus now where you're, you know, you're still young, still fresh. Exactly. So did you go back to school after you left the military or did you just go straight to like work? Yeah, no, I I got hired pretty much right out of there to SpaceX right after I got Oh, that's out. fucking amazing, dude. So you didn't even need to go to school. To like, go to SpaceX, school. I did not. <clears throat> that's awesome because I guess all your knowledge was like completely applicable to whatever they were doing. Absolutely. Like nearly 100%. Holy shit. Yeah. So like from the systems that I worked on just to the the level of maintenance, because it was fighter jets, so it was like high level aircraft maintenance. Right. It was just like 
it was a no brainer. For yeah. Them. They, they were just like, cool. So, uh, start Monday. I was like, all right. You know, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> I, I really, I generally feel like my interview was like a courtesy. I, oh, I don't really? even think that like they really needed to talk to me. Like they were just kind of like, all right, cool. So, yeah, uh, great. yeah, great. So we got going on next week and I was like, why are they telling me this? <laughs> Like, oh, here's the room, you know. <laughs> here's like, your office. Yeah, like, you're like, I haven't signed yet. <laughs> I haven't signed anything yet, you know. But like that's how it felt. I really I didn't that's feel like awesome. I was like it was gonna be riding on my interview if I was gonna get in there. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it didn't seem that way to me. Um so that worked out perfectly for you. You didn't have to spend any money on like university or college as you guys call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, 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 same. Same, same. But like yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's it's fucking expensive for you guys. It's, yeah. Like it's we pretty insane. Like I spent about Five thousand for my whole—I think for my whole whole four years. Five thousand. I think it was five. I mean, maybe it's five thousand a year. I think it was about five thousand or less, less than five k a year that's for sure. Years. Still, that's it was. Year, yeah, it was. I think it was like two to three k a year. I think I believe it was like three hundred dollars per class, and we had to take five classes a semester. So about that much, fifteen hundred. Yeah, about. I think I spent less than fifteen over full four years. And in Quebec, it's even cheaper. Quebec, I think you spend less than like 5K over four years for sure. That's why. And then post-grad, like you can go to like dental school. I'm buddy with dental school. I think you spent less than 20K. It's completely subsidized. Like it's a huge, blows my mind. Because I built an app for students, right? And I was like looking into all the universities on their cost. And I I, like, I went out with someone here like a long time ago. I think she was paying like 50K a, a year. I was like, what? (laughs) <laughs> Who the hell has 50K in their bank account ready just, for tuition? Yeah, like just <laughs> up front. Like up front, yeah, no, man. Very little people. That's, you know. It's just like stacks on stacks. <laughs> and that's crazy. I mean, like, that's one thing about like, for me, yeah. I was like, dude, I don't want to have to like be in that kind of like, position. Right? Yeah, I don't want to have to like, I'm working my way out of the hole for the next 10 years, 10, 20, 20 years. years. Like, that's it's fucked a, up. It's, it's insane. It's like, why do I don't want to live with that? Yeah, and I mean- like the taxes in Cali, I would say it's the same as Ontario. Um, so like pretty much it's really high. I think only when you hit like mid six figures, like I would say 200 plus is when Cali is better than Canada because our, our top bracket's at 200. So it's like, if you make like 200 K, you're taxed at like 46%. And here it's like at a million and you're at 46%. So I'm like, okay. So yeah, it's yeah, a bit better yeah, here. Yeah, it's a bit better. Yeah. I mean, as long as you have your, you know, your benefits, et cetera, you're in good shape. Exactly. You know, like the only, that's the only good thing about Canada is like people always say the healthcare. <laughs> the universal health. Universal health care. Uh, I always hear about it, dude. I always hear about it. And, you know, there's pros and cons to it. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think you guys get faster service here, mm. but okay. So you left. So yeah, pretty much you got like the best deal out of like everything. Like you didn't even, have, you didn't even plan for this. No, they reached out to me. Like I didn't, oh, really? I, didn't like, I didn't go in there and go like, okay, I'm going to hit up SpaceX. No, yeah. I was like just at home one day. He was like, what am I going to do with my life? Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I was getting ready to move. I was like trying to figure out, I like, find a place down here. Yeah. So I was like, I mean, I'm coming to LA. Like I'll find, I'll find somewhere down here. Nice. Know? And then I was like, all right, cool. And then I, I, I put myself on LinkedIn. I like, yeah. just finished my LinkedIn maybe a couple of days prior. Wow. And then like, boom, like crew reaches out. Wow. And I'm like, is that where I think? It- is that's it wrong. is that real? Is that real? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, what, dude? <laughs> Who are like, you guys? Yeah. I, I saw the message on my phone. It was like, hey, like, um, you want to come? You know, do you want to like come for an interview for the for the Dragon Capsule program? Holy shit! Like, you know, maybe we can set it up. We'll get you a hotel, whatever. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, Dragon, what? Because I didn't know what a dragon was at the time. Yeah, yeah. So I, like, it wasn't it even a thing yet, right? Yeah. And I looked it up, and I was like, dude, this is, these are like the new freaking space vehicles right now. This is like what's taking astronauts to the space station right now. I was like, holy shit, damn! Like they just started like 
flying them seriously like only like two years ago. So I was like, damn, this is new, new, you know? So <laughs> the new, new. <laughs> yeah, new, new. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. awesome, man. So and then I, I went down and they gave me a, you know, gave me a tour of the place and I'm like, I don't know, like, overwhelming, right? It's yeah. Just like, you're like, dude, this is like, they build spaceships in here. Like, that's, that's crazy. You know, you're that's just like, next level. You, you, you watch stuff on the news and like, you know, like I watch like the boosters landing themselves. I'm sure you've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen the video. Yeah. And I've, I've worked on those boosters too. Oh, I worked on awesome. those self landing boosters and I remember just, I remember even just like, I was already working there for like a couple months at that time. I remember like, hey, we're going to go back to, the, to, to first stage, F9. What's that? And they're like, it's a boosters, dude. And I was like, dude, let me check this out. Damn, like this is history right here. Just working on these. And holy shit. And they're massive, right? And there's so much work that goes into those that people don't realize. Yeah. And it's just like, those are like just flying computers, man. And they're just. Because it looks so small on TV, right? It's like, oh, it's, but massive. they're, I'm sure they look like, they're like the size of a train or bigger. Yeah, dude. I mean, like uh, a full stacked up Falcon of F9 is like 15 stories, 16 stories tall. Holy shit. It's huge. That's crazy. It's no joke. It's a, that's a big thing that flies, like <laughs> it, you know, and then now we have uh super heavy in the starship. Okay. Um, and that fully stacked up is almost 425 feet tall. Holy shit. So that that's the biggest spaceship in mankind has ever seen ever. God damn. Like hands down. It's, it's bigger than Saturn five. The Saturn five is huge. Okay. And it's bigger than that. So, so. I don't know that much about, you know, rockets and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, so pardon my. Oh, you're good. My man. ignorance. Yeah, it's nerdy. ass So, stuff, so compared to like the like what NASA used to send up there, is it like like a lot bigger? Yeah. Yeah. Like all those like shuttles and it's whatnot. bigger in the shuttle. Yeah. Damn. Like, good amount. Holy shit. Yeah. And shuttle's huge. Really? Um, so it's really big, too. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is the whole stack up. It, it dwarfs the shuttle. Damn. So, um, and it can fly farther. Fuck. You know, and uh, it's. um. Those those ships right now, these prototypes going up, and this is the time and age to live in, man. Because you're seeing the prototypes of the ships that will be going multiplanetary. These, that, yeah, that Starship is supposed to be a ship supposed to go to Mars. Like, oh, that's really? What it's slated to do? That's and why they're building them right now. And it hasn't launched yet, right? Starships have launched already. Oh, they launched already. But then they've been doing a lot of um, modifications, modifications per launch, and they've they know they've they were trying to first test to make sure they can land themselves first. Goddamn, which took a ton of attempts. Uh, but they did it. And I was there when they landed for the first time um, with a huge SpaceX crowd. You know, we're all sitting there like, holy shit. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like dead quiet. Like you can hear yeah. a pin drop in this room, bro. Like Fuck. in Mission Control. And we're like, we're watching it come down. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Come on. Everyone's praying. You know, because like, I mean, because it's history. Like it was, yeah. when Starship landed itself, it was history. It was never a ship like that in mankind that landed that way. Right. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Okay. And so we're sitting there like, dude, this is like, this is it. Cause it comes in, it sweeps in, it's oh wow, and it lands. It's not that just not, not even with the F nine, which is so cool. Yeah, you know, it comes in, lands vertically. Yeah. This thing, literally, can fly in and just sweep in. It's like, and it's like the movies. Down. Yeah, like just like the movies. Holy shit! And they went. They went I remember, people was going nuts. Like it touched down and it didn't blow up. <laughs> like, it didn't blow up. Like yes, you know. Like we're all like freaking out, you know, and everyone's cheering. Just my hands were so sore. Everyone's high fiving each other. You oh know? man. Like, you know, people are crying, you know, because it, it, it's, it's, it's history. Yeah, you know? it's history and in the making. Just to be in that environment was just, that's a surreal thing for me. Like to be part of like that project. Yeah, part of that project is an organization that, that is building humanity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like to get us off earth. That's like, who, who, who can say that? No, for sure. You know, and it's just like, it's cool, man. It's kind of like uh, what, like the 60s when they, um, they had the first like rocket launches and stuff, right? That, that's when it was, right? In the sixties, right? Yeah, sixties. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. It's like a renaissance for like space, space programs. Yeah. Except it's in the private sector now. And yeah, and it's in the private now it's just 
leaps and bounds because yeah. now that it's, it's a competitive environment. Yeah. You know, when you had the, the space agencies, NASA and, you know, and uh, you have like Jackson, all that blue was, dragon. Who yeah, else? It's like, it's like a, so we're right now, like we say competitors, but <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> it's not, it's not close right now. Yeah, and it's yeah. not just going to work there. It's just because it's not, it's, yeah. it's like for what we're doing right now, they're not there yet. You guys were the first, right? You yeah. guys were the first to do just all this, do all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, and stay ahead. It's not even like people are catching up. No, it's no. Just, we're hard charging. It's like any, like, you know, you have like that lead, right? Mm -hmm. uh, over all the people that are trying to come up to get to that stage. Yeah. Right? And they're looking at our designs, looking at how we do stuff. So yeah. it's like always like a step ahead. doing what we're doing, you know? And uh, by the time they catch you up to where you are now, you're already like leaps and bounds ahead. Yeah. It would, it would take like a, a phenomenal push with these other, you know, I think these other companies to really, yeah. Like, even get close. It's not even money anymore. It's just like the knowledge. It's the knowledge, the systems. It's, and it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot. Yeah. You know, even from the most basic things, like from, from, from my standpoint being in final integration where I'm building that capsule up from hull to something that can go through space. Yeah. It's an immense amount of work. Right. Um, and recently I had some people started working under me, which is crazy. Cause yeah. I've been there a year, <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm mean, sitting there like, now I'm like managing people, like how I, you know, how I want them like to work on service over the builds. And I'm like going through all the schematics and like, all right, this isn't fit. This fits. Okay, cool. <laughs> and you're sitting there like, and you sit back and you're like, you're building a spaceship right now. Like it just, sometimes you have to sit back it, and yeah, think about it. Yeah. You know, uh, and remind yourself of that. Cause you know, you go to work every day. Like, oh, I gotta get up really good. Uh, I go like, eight. <laughs> you're walking in, there's two spaceships in the room, you know? And must be a crazy feeling. Like when, crazy. once you take it in, you're like, holy shit. I remember the first time walking into the room when I was doing like my first couple of training days. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like, I don't want to touch anything. I yeah. know that was the big thing. I was like, <laughs> man, I don't want to touch anything in here. Cause if I break something on day one, <laughs> I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> so that offer we gave you. <laughs> yeah. So about that, uh, mm, uh nah. sliced, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, really crazy. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, but uh, you know, and, and even on the tougher days you go there, you're like, you know what, dude, like you gotta remember what you're a part of. And yeah. uh, even today, so they did an interview with the, there's a new mission going up. Okay. Um, next month they're doing a Netflix documentary. on. Oh, it, wow. Actually. Yeah. So, which is crazy because I'm pretty sure one of my buddies is like in the documentary too. Um, I got another story too about Elon. But yeah, but yeah so <laughs> we're, we're sitting there and uh, you know, they're like, yeah, we're doing a documentary. And um, it, it talks about like the push for us to, to, to meet a timeline that was deemed impossible, oh. uh, which is just like an incredible story on its own yeah. of just perseverance, overcoming like adversity challenges and yeah. Yeah, immense adversity. Cause you know, what they scheduled out for, for that inspiration, the mission's called inspiration Four. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, it's actually the first time in history where the entire crew is all non-astronauts. All non-astronauts. Normal people. Oh, is that the, the, okay. 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 Yeah. So you have like this billionaire who's on there. Right. And then he bought the other seats and then he just. Oh, so it was that one. Yeah. It's that oh one. shit. So it's, it's it, they're not, they're not astronauts. I mean, now they're good. They're going to be, but like. <laughs> You know, they come in with like, they don't come with a normal certification training, training that these yeah. astronauts do. So they've been going through like this rigorous training cycle for the past year. Okay. Um, you know, going through the, the we call it, have like the dragon simulator, which is like learning how to fly it. Uh, you know, I mean, the ship pretty much flies itself, but you know, mm -hmm. they can, they can, you know, how to interact with the controls, what they're looking at, you know, okay. any caution things, all that. And so <laughs> don't touch this button. <laughs> yeah, don't touch this. Definitely don't touch this, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, they did an interview today. They were, they actually were, they were at work today. Oh, wow. Um, they had a little, 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 like almost like those director seats are sitting in and oh, nice. the cameras. And then, uh, 
they had like a hundred people show up outside and you know, it's a little interview. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just talking about their experience and like, yeah, you can see it. It's just like how amazed they are at just not only like the fact that they're going to go to space, but like they're, they're in the presence of people who built this thing. Yeah. That they're going to fly. Like they're just, it, it, it reminds you of like how inspired people are. I think by us. Yeah. Just like, cause you go into a place like that and you just see how driven and how passionate people are about space and like just building these things and, 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 and wanting to succeed. And like, it, it, there's, there's not a lot of places I think in the world that are just, that are like SpaceX. I think like it's there's very, none, very unique. Yeah. I mean, not really, but not, it's, yeah, <laughs> I, I think we're just with that kind of that mission, that, that mission, that, that, sense of, that sense of urgency. Yeah. That, it's not about making money. It's not just, even, it's just about, you know, we have a goal and yeah, we want to achieve a lot of people, it. They could go to places and make more with their skill yeah. set, but that's but not why they're there. Yeah. You're there to make history. You're yeah. there to, to really change the world. To further humanity, to further humanity, man. That statement. Is, is that the, is that the company motto? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like tomorrow. It's like to go into, go into Mars. Yeah, like to, it's Mars for sure. Mars. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like Elon's vision. That's you know? crazy. And it, it really is. It's profound. I think that like, just hearing how they talk about it when they're interviewing and then just so how passionate, right? They are. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause they, I mean, they're scared too. Oh yeah. You know, but they have, they have so much trust in what we're doing. Yeah. And, you know, it reminds us when we're sitting there and we're putting this stuff together and we're reminded like, Hey people, we're going to fly on this. Yeah. You know, like it's on us if they make it back. <laughs> yeah. And that's, it, that's, that's hardcore. That is, you know, and it, it's, a, it's that work ethic. Um, that you guys have. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, I have for hours. It's awesome. <laughs> sounds like you have a, you guys got a good time there though. At least it's like, you know, like most people's jobs. Like that's one thing I've, I've had trouble when I was like, I guess when I was your age, you know, my first job was I was working like tech. I just didn't really see the mission. A lot of these companies had it just, Oh, we're going to do data, do analytics. Once you get the, the data and the analytics, they're like, okay, yeah. Okay. Great. You look at it for a little bit. All right, next. <laughs> and you're just like, what am I working on? Like, what is the mission here? Like, there's like, mm. like that's one thing I, I find in the US, there's a lot of opportunity to do stuff like this. Like obviously SpaceX is like the top, you know, of that chart. But like sure. even like other people, my friends that work down here that have like from Canada, there's a lot of Canadians down here. There's like a million of us hiding in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. Hiding in the bushes, you're creeping Canadians, out, you know, hey man, the windows. Hey man. <laughs> um, but no, my friends, like they've gotten like, offers that like, like the, I think she was working at like a dental company. Amazon just reached out. It's like kind of like you through LinkedIn. Uh, she was just doing like, she was a data scientist at like some dental company mm. or dental like management company. And they're like, Hey, you want to work on data science at Amazon? She's like, sure. Yeah. And then um, she got the job and like, they're doing like crazy projects, crazy things that actually have real impact. Right. Mm. And I feel like that's something that I think the U S very few countries offer that in terms of roles like that. You have very, high impact role. Like, I think everything you've done is like crazy. But it's awesome though, right? It, yeah. it's, it's great. Like, yeah. something, like you look back, it's like, wow, I did all this stuff. It's very that, fulfilling for sure. Yeah, it's fulfilling. And you know, it's, I guess, what was it? Maslow's needs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that chart up there. That's great though, you know? Yeah, yeah man. And that, uh, you know, like, I mean, like I remember when I met Elon for the first time too, yeah. you know, just kind of like, I think things came full circle that day. So when I walked out and, just do an interview out there and I didn't know he was there. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was embarrassed, but like, I remember just being like, I'm walking through, yeah. I hear someone talking. I'm like, that sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> hey. I, see, I see cameras and then I'm like, should I walk past this door right now? Cause like, it was like, I had to walk out to go the other way and I, was yeah. like, I still have to go there. Okay. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> it's cut right through. Yeah. And I, I, I just like walk and I turn and he just turns, he looks at me and then I'm all like, 
hey man you know uh, like, i don't know what to say to you right now you yeah because i don't want to interrupt what they were doing yeah yeah for sure but just just being in the presence of someone like him yeah where it's just like who just pushed for such innovation over the past shoot now it's been almost 20 years yeah it's just crazy to me yeah. you know like of, of people to meet like just interact with and you think about like that's wild and to be in the position to do that you know yeah, the opportunity right and i think but it all comes full circle i remember sitting back in like in my my little home in new york <laughs> didn't know where i was gonna go to to, to standing in front of a guy like him you know? that's it's, that's, it's, it's that's crazy how life is that's crazy like i mean that's that's amazing like that's why i meant like earlier i was like like this path is just kind of like you didn't even like you didn't plan it no it just kind of it's just like i'm just gonna join the military <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next thing you know you're building rocket ships it's seriously and, and that's kind of what you wanted right yeah i mean it was just like because i was up space as a kid i used to write yeah articles as a kid i used to do really yeah i used to do a lot of research as a kid i was very into science i did a lot of black hole theory stuff as a kid. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you were, uh, you're, I was into it. You were into, into it. Did I, you go to space camp too? No, I know where to <laughs> okay, space okay. camp. None of that. But I, I used to write blogs. I'm sure some of those are still sitting somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. But I, I used to write, you know, like, like a bunch of star formation stuff and like theory on it and like, you know, measuring astronomical units and like all this different stuff. I used to do all that Damn. as a kid. Um, I was super into it. And I also watched History Channel for like six hours a day as a Damn. kid. Damn. Cause I was super into history too. I like, like was like a, a fanatic over like the world wars and like yeah. politics at the time. Yeah. And my dad like was like uh, on the verge of becoming a history professor at the time. Oh, nice. So like we would just talk about history all history day, all day. Damn. And, and, and he was just like, you know, like, I'm glad you're in sick. You know, I guess I'm like a kid, I guess, you know, cause like, you know, I got watched cartoons too, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, for me, I just found like that stuff at the time when I was a kid was more interesting to me. Damn. That's how it was. But, uh, so yeah, you didn't play sports and all that. I you, did. I did. You did, I did all this stuff. I did all of it. God damn, you were an active kid. Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> I, I, did, I did track and field. I did football. I, Holy I, shit! Yeah. Wow. So, and you you wrote articles on what black holes? Yeah, I did a lot of like black hole theory, like quasar theory for like supermassive black holes, like Jesus. center of the universe, center of the universe stuff. Um, I'm trying to remember what other articles I wrote about. It was like. Um, but you did research yourself for this. Yeah. I assume they don't teach you this in school. No, I was on my own time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I would have, I had my science classes, but at the time as a kid, I thought I felt they were inadequate for me. At the time. Oh, for yeah, for sure. Just like like this stuff is like not. beyond what an average kid's exposed to. Yeah, like I was, I was always just like particles and particle physics and damn, like dark matter and you know just in depth space stuff. I want to understand like what was going on. And I was like, I don't get it. I'm gonna find out. So you would probably went to like astrophysics or something if I think like if I like you know wasn't worried about the money yeah probably would have. yeah at yeah. the time as a kid because I didn't know what was gonna happen yeah you, yeah you know yeah. and I also as, as a as a as a kid too it was like I didn't want to put any I was like I'm gonna like go out and do my thing as an adult and put no financial burden on my parents that's either. that's awesome and that's exactly what I did you, know? you found the path right on that path that that, that kept worked them, out kept them at least financially kept them out of it you know? <laughs> and then I was like cool like, this, I don't is, like, this is the best thing ever yeah i don't have to feel guilty about it or whatever or feel bad i mean yeah your parents will help you out but yeah. it's like, i, I want to like y'all to do your thing it's like when i leave yeah. the house i want to be like gone gone yeah, yeah. like you but, all do live your live life do your I, thing i think it's still like profound and amazing that you'd have to spend an extra four years afterwards because like to get that degree it's like such a time time suck mm. right like like get me wrong like you learn a lot but i felt like i guess the military gave you that like because you still went to schools you know, just a different, right. different type different, of different setup. Just a different, yeah. yeah, different setup. You know, you still your campuses, you still went to class, you know, you still do your thing. And it's just that, um, it's just so great that that knowledge is so applicable right yeah. away. 
that, that was, that was the, the yeah. that was like the most like uh serendipitous thing, I guess. I was wondering if that's the right word. But yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. like like fate just like it just kind of comes together. Yeah. I mean, really like even like to have them reach out was very surreal to me. I was like, yeah, man, like because I was so worried about what I was gonna do. I was I'm like, sure I have most the experience. And I was like, but at the same time, I was like, do I want to go back and work on jets right away? I've already been doing that. Like yeah. I do want to do something else. Yeah. You know, because I was, you know, other busting my butt on the flight line for years. I was like, I want to like kind of work inside too. Like, I don't know, like <laughs> the simple things, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, and 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 for that to come up, I don't know if it was like and what's crazy is like initially I couldn't even take their offer up, up front. I had oh, to wait because really? I saw it get processed out for two oh. months. So I was like, well, I lose my opportunity if I have to wait. And it yeah. was it was, so, it was so stressful because I was like, man, like, Damn. I don't know. Yeah. And two months later, they're like, come on down. I was like, nice. Still here, still nice. here. But it was, it was, you know. It was intense. Uh, I remember like thinking like, dude, I don't know, like, what if I lose the offer? This is so crazy. Like, yeah. Throw it away. And it worked out. Would you have gone to like those like weapons firm then if, if it wasn't for SpaceX? I think realistically, if I didn't get in there, it would have been, you know, another, some other aerospace gig. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Been, like either going to work on like an Air Force base or something yeah. and be a contractor there or yeah, work yeah. on jets, like work on Raptors or something after yeah. one or something like that or mcdonald douglas or Boeing. Yeah. i would have found something for yeah, sure for sure I mean, 100%. I, I, it was probably would have been would have taken a little longer yeah yeah because yeah. You, you have such unique skills such diverse skills now that it's just so applicable it's just it's so cool <laughs> ah, thanks dude yeah. you know, aerospace is a pretty high demand thing if you're yeah. pretty qualified like they always need people that are just experienced and working on stuff like that just have that knowledge base I, I have some friends that do it in canada like they they work like not like on spaceships but they work um they fly like like we have Bo, I think I think Boeing's Canadian, not Boeing. Um, there's one that's Canadian, starts with a B too. But um, that's bad. That's bad. but anyways, yeah. one of the ones in Montreal, and uh, like he does, like he does, like uh, I don't know if he builds like the cockpit like you do, but he does like integration as well, I think. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he actually has to fly the jets, so him is. That's what he does all day. He flies the jets all day. Like, and I'm like, dude, that's a fucking amazing job too. That's cool. Yeah. But like, um, there's restrictions for us, like as Canadians to like work on like companies, like, like at SpaceX, right? Like there's rules against that. Mm-hmm. So like my friend, I yeah. think he was working for one of the weapons manufacturer, but he couldn't get top, top secret clearance yeah. as a Canadian. So, um, so he couldn't, um, he couldn't work for them. Yeah. So like he, yeah. he, he, until he gets his American citizenship, he just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of it's because ITAR. So it's called like being ITAR controlled. Right. And it's like SpaceX is one of those. Yeah. So if you're like, don't have the right paperwork or not a citizen, like you just can't. Yeah. Work there. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. And people got all mad at you for that. I remember back when they first came out and he's just like, nah, like if you don't live, you can't work here. Cause <laughs> it was just one of those things where it's like, you get your citizenship, whatever you're good. Yeah. You have to like, you need to you be have to have the, all that stuff processed. It makes sense you. though, right? Like yeah. you are part of that. Like it's just like like national security thing. Right? Not, it, it really is. I mean, they don't. You know, even on the tours. Like I told you, I take you on a tour in there. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Know, take so me one day. We'll get it set up. <laughs> but it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, there's even even on the tour that once you get to the bush section, you can't go back there. Oh, like, really? Like the, the, it, it stops essentially just past that jagged cleaner where the ships I built are at. Mm. You can't go back where the boosters are. Damn. on a tour like you can see them still but you can't like walk right up to them oh. like in that area it's a little more secluded yeah yeah and I, i'm assuming it's because they still don't want people to know how they built how it they stack those things i don't think they want to know how it's built yeah for sure that makes sense though i mean like yeah. this kind of technology is like i mean secret. the average person though is going to look at that and have no idea what they're looking at that. yeah so it's like i don't really know 
like good luck reverse engineering these things yeah like especially you don't even you can't you don't even take pictures like you're not gonna know okay now i'll take pictures none of that for sure yeah um i think in certain areas you can it's just designated stuff but obviously back there no yeah 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 you don't want pictures of the the rockets and stuff yeah (laughs) and i think it's that it just makes sense to me i guess i get it nice 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 um and same thing with the clearance same thing yeah i I, I had had high clearance for a long time i still have it I still have it somewhere. It's like I have paperwork somewhere. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll probably like lose it in like two. I have to like renew it. But oh, so you have to renew it every every time. You have to renew it. Like I think it's like two three years. Like, oh wow! Depending on the clearance. Okay. 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 Clearance, but it's good to maintain it if you have it because then like, they're like, oh, what kind of clearance you got? All right, come All on right. down, dude. Come on down. <laughs> and, yeah. and is that like through the government? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's not even through a company. It's no, it's like government issue clearance. Yeah, because oh, like, wow. like I was in the military, like I worked on stuff on jets that were yeah. secret and top secret. So like when. You know, I signed a lot of my life away during that time. A lot of, a lot of NDAs. So, yeah, for sure. You know, I, I, I got to like also like consciously think of like what I can't. Yeah, yeah. Still. If there's anything, just let me know. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> those those contracts last a long time. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. a lifetime. Yeah, no, these things. No, but, like, for sure. We're sitting in the room like, what? what? <laughs> I was like, dude, it's crazy. Like, you think you know stuff? You just no, don't know. no, for you're sure. You're like, that's a thing. <laughs> and they're like, no, nope. it's not. And you're like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Yeah, man. So that's cool. That was that was that was a little neat. But I was like, what am I signing though? My signature on a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, like who actually reads all those documents for NDAs I don't and stuff? Who really reads through them? And I like to understand all like the like the, the nomenclature and the and the and the and the context of it. It's it's like it's hard. It's hard if if, if you're not like, like a lawyer or something like who just like studied law and contractual agreements and whatever. Yeah. You won't even know what you're reading. Like, yeah. you know, like maybe some stuff, like, but what the grand scheme of it, you're like, okay. No idea. Like, what's this, you know, what, what about it really matter? What, what applies to me? Yeah. So, what, what impacts you? And it's just like, what? Okay, like, sure. What? Just like, just signing, like, whatever I got to do a job. Yeah, but so. I got to do it anyway. So if I don't sign it, what am I going to do? Right. Yeah, uh, out of here. Like, yeah. Like, like no choice. Just sign it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dude. yeah. I mean, yeah, the military, like you just get used to just signing stuff. Cause you just have oh, to. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like, all right, do this, do that. And you're like, okay. You it's know. so procedural, but it's just, you never think about that. Like as, as a general person, as a civilian, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, you just think the military is just like this big thing, but it's just like, it's like any other organization, any other company, they have certain rules, certain, uh, you know, bureaucracy to deal with, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that you guys do a certain type of mission that's different from everyone else. Where it's life or death. <laughs> yeah, a little more extreme. <laughs> a little more extreme, you know. And I think I mentioned this the other night, you know. So I, I don't even know what to say because I've never really met military people. But like, thank you for your service. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. 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 I know that's a that's very much an American thing. We've never used that in Canada. Yeah. Like I, I we do obviously appreciate our servicemen and women, but mm-hmm. you know, like we just never meet enough of them to actually like think. Yeah, like, oh, go out and say that, express that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. here, it's like like a huge population of of Americans are, have been in the military, right? It's a lot. It's like what, 10, 20% at least? Somebody's pretty decently high. That's, that's a lot. You guys have a lot of people. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, yeah, we, yeah, we do. <laughs> that's yeah. like the size of Canada. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, man. So like, I think like that, it, yeah, it, definitely there's a lot of people that have been in. I think like some people like hearing, I think some don't. I think yeah. it just depends on who, what their experience was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. For me, I'm like, I, I just appreciate it because it's like, hey, you know, this is a respect. You had a great experience there. out of it, I think. Yeah, and I think yeah. that like, 
someone to acknowledge it for me. I'm like, you know, that's cool. I, yeah. I appreciate it. You know, nice. I remember when I first came out, I never knew what to say to those people. Yeah. Like, you're like, um, what I haven't done respond? anything yet. You know, <laughs> like I'm in, but I haven't, you know, yeah. Yeah. But they're like, no, like, you know, you, you made the commitment. You, you went in. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah, but it's like, you know, people, people have done so much more than me. Like yeah. at, that, at that time, at that time. You know, right. Even now it's like, I'm thankful, but there's people who gave up way more than I ever did. Yeah. People actually like went to like gunfights. Yeah. I mean, there's like people that never the came home. Yeah. You know? So yeah. for me, it's like, you know, uh, it's more for them than me. Okay. When I, you know, I think of them. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, it's like, you know, when I say like ultimate sacrifice, it's a real thing. It's know? real. And they believe it until it's to the end. Yeah. You know? I, I think most people just can't process that, that idea. Like, like we hear the I words. Most people can't. Yeah. Like I've just like, it's just like, no. you kind of get the idea, but to really understand that concept is it's very it's very profound thing i think yeah. that like only a lot of a lot of times there's, i think there's things in life where it's like unless you live it you can't there's no it. way to for you to 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 conceptualize it yeah and it's, it's not it's not like it's, it's bad on you yeah it's just just the way how life is it's just how it is like yeah. and you can be a very empathetic person and like really like get into their <laughs> emotions i guess but it's just you're there. Yeah, you it, just, it, it's being it's it's almost like the energy of it. Like yeah. you're in that presence. Like I met people that had the you know the Medal of Honor. Oh really? A couple. Oh wow. I'll find the photo. I'll show you that too later. Yeah, yeah. But uh, just hearing that you know them talk and like how they speak and knowing that they willingly like at one point like well, actually people get the Medal of Honor is like they likely would have died if things went sideways in Fuck. any other slight way and yeah. they're willing to do that. Yeah. And it's like, what kind of people do you meet that that can just, that can be that selfless? Seriously, or willing yeah. to just, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, cause I met a guy, um, on the carrier. It was when I was, it was like the day before Christmas. We were about yeah. to pull into Dubai. Okay. And, uh, I came on the boat and, uh, I saw he was wearing around his neck. I was like, damn, that's another one right there. Fuck. I was like, what's up with that guy? Right. I wanted to meet him. <laughs> I was like, what's, what's his story? You know? Yeah. And you know, he, you know, he, he, he told a story and we're all hanging out and, uh, you know, he, they're on, they're in, uh, I think they're in Iraq, Iraq or Afghanistan. Okay. If you're messing them up, but they were in a, you know, in a convoy with a bunch of Humvees and they were walking, I think they were walking along the side of it. So right. Him and a couple of the guys. Yeah. And, uh, he, this guy with the, the vest came up. Oh fuck. You know, and I don't know, I don't, I mean, or are they mistaken? I don't remember exactly yeah, what happened. Yeah. And he, he, uh, he pushed the guys away and he, he tackled them down that hill. Fuck. You know, he grabbed them and he took them with him. Holy he's shit. Like, he blows up. He's only going to blow me up. Damn. And that's some hardcore shit, man. Did, I, did, I, but did, did he blow, it didn't blow up then, no. I guess. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I just killing the guy. And, damn. You know, but it was crazy. That, that is he was, crazy. He was ready. Like, I mean, like, it's just. That moment, that snap, bliss. that snap, just like I'm gonna do it. There's no, no hesitation. Thought. Yeah, he's like saving all them is more important than just me. That, that you know, and that's crazy. That selflessness is that's that's hard. That's hard to like. You can't just like can't teach someone that. that. Yeah, no, that's just, like that's who they are. Yeah, you know that's that. I mean, like I think everyone likes to say certain things about how they would be in a situation. Yeah, it's like you don't know. You don't know until like you're there, and it's like you, it'll kick in. Yeah, whichever way, whether that's for for good for or better for worse. For worse yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, and, um, you know, and I'm very much paraphrasing a story as it's an incredible yeah, story. Yeah, and, um, I'm sure. um, but yeah, like, you know, I don't want to do it in a disservice to him. No, no, that. for sure. For sure. But it, it, it was just, just being in the presence of someone like that was pretty profound, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, you remind yourself why you're there, I guess, you know, you're like, you're around people like this. Because mm -hmm. those are real heroes. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you could have your opinion on how the, what was going on with the war. Or yeah. It's not about that in that moment. It's that 
it's just trying to save their friends. You're just doing, yeah, you just like politics doesn't even matter there. It's, it's irrelevant. Point. It's just a human being saving someone else. Yeah, just helping your buddies so, out, right? Like, you know, yeah. sort all that other stuff out later on. We'll figure it out. Right now, <laughs> right now it's you guys got to get home to your families. That's yeah. Right. And yeah, it's good on so, him. Yeah, there's a little, good on a little him. blurb there. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming in today. Hey, I really appreciate your time and your stories and obviously your service to America. I'm not American. <laughs> I'm here right now. So I guess thank you for your service. And, uh, you know, uh, definitely can't wait to hang out with you again, man. Yeah. Thanks right. for having me, man. It, it was yeah. cool with this whole setup and yeah, this, this, this little man. hack, hack me setup. Hey man, it works, man. <laughs> it um, works. Whatever get, gets uh, the story, right? <laughs> absolutely, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, dude. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers.